0: Welcome. Today, we are going to focus on something that's very critical to B2B marketing success, and that is effectively scaling demand generation efforts through and with channel partners. And Joining the discussion today is Karen Bassani, an experienced marketing executive at large technology companies, including Cisco, Veritas, and Lucent, uh, to really dive into this topic and help optimize strategies for working with channel partners. Karen, thanks for joining the program.
1: Sure. Happy to do so.
0: So you've held a number of different roles in marketing uh, across many companies, and almost all of those have ultimately contributed to generating demand or growing their business through an indirect channel. What would you say is the most critical first step a marketing professional needs to do to generate demand out of the marketplace?
1: Well, Dan, what I always like to say is always start at the beginning. A lot of folks like to jump into marketing tactics, but what you need to first do is start with what are your company's business objectives and growth targets. A lot of times those objectives will really drive what your marketing strategy and plan should be. Define those marketing initiatives that you'll need to achieve that type of business growth, which is often really a blend of awareness building and demand generation. And what's always important to do right at the beginning, even though a lot of us don't like to do it, is to start thinking now at the beginning, how you're going to measure the results of those types of initiatives as well.
0: And as you're talking about the defining of initiatives and the defining of goals, especially – when achieving those goals is going to involve work with and through partners, uh, it's also going to require a really strong working relationship between marketing and sales, isn't it?
1: Oh, absolutely. And sometimes that is overlooked by the marketing professional What I always recommend you do is as you build out your marketing plan, get buy-in from your sales leaders. And I'm not talking just your direct sales leaders, but also your channel sales leaders. And one thing that I found particularly useful is to establish a joint commitment between both sales and marketing. Those joint goals will help you be much more successful in what you do. A lot of times marketing professionals think, well, I'm all about generating leads and I deliver them to sales and I forget those. But in my uh, more recent experience, one of the most successful programs I had was when I got not only the buy-in from sales and channels, but I got their commitment to a 24 to 48 hour um Follow through on all of the marketing leads that I delivered. And as a result, we really measured that conversion of leads to bookings. And it was a huge success for both marketing and sales. And so don't underestimate the importance of that relationship, but also drive a joint commitment so your teams can work that much better together in growing the business.
0: That's a great example. And once you've Actually, agreed upon common business objectives, uh, aligned outcomes. Then, what's the next step?
1: Boy, um, there are so many different types of programs that uh, marketing teams really can consider. You know, one of um, one of your uh, podcasts that you had earlier talked about account based marketing, which is important as well. But what I always like to do is say, back to when you were looking at those business goals, you need to consider, yes, you want to generate demand and grow your business, but are you new to the market? Do you also need to have a large focus on market awareness, on building your brand? And sometimes that includes uh, folding in social media programs to really get your name out there. Now that is usually in addition to generating demand and building up leads. So I, I, one, one other thing I'd recommend is even if a big focus is going to be generating leads and having a demand generation campaign and content, I always try to get the bonus by making sure to leverage some of that demand generation campaign content and fold that into the awareness building by doing social media programs to get your name out there while you're also generating demand.
0: And that's really about coordinated activities mm-hmm. when you're dealing with an ecosystem of partners, right? Because it's both what you're doing as a brand, but also uh, those relationships you have with the partners. You want to scale and align consistent uh, marketing demand generation efforts, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And when you when you talk about working uh, with your sales teams as well as your channel partners, um, the other thing that comes into play that's really important is making sure that you have the right data. So um, for not only account based marketing programs. Uh, Many companies consider, well, you know, who am I going to target? Who are my customers that I'm targeting? And, you know, in some of those larger companies you mentioned that I worked in, yeah, we had the benefit of mining our own data to get to the right decision makers. But what I'd also say is, I've been in companies where we didn't have that data. And one of the things that I wish we would have done more of is really. Did that and make that investment if needed to get the right data to make sure that those uh, programs that you are driving are targeting the right customers. And I don't want to be too focused here on just programs for sales teams. This also has to do with getting the right data to work together and through your channel partners. Now some of these programs, let me just give you one or two examples. Some of these programs might be ones where you're using your website and you're you're reaching out to bring potential clients to your website and when they register, they might register for a live event where they meet with some of your sales teams or really a virtual event where you're getting more qualified leads to hand over to your channel partners. Again, when I talk about building those programs in using the right data to get the right potential clients, that joint commitment we talked about earlier with sales teams, as well as partners will really help you follow through on those leads that you generate.
0: And when we're thinking about channel marketing, we hear about content and content strategy all the time and how critical that is to generate demand. Any recommendations that you have around this area of content optimization when really trying to drive success through the channel?
1: Yeah, Dan, that's a that's a really good point. So um, I think a number of us that have worked in high tech, we have the benefit of working with amazing engineers and amazing technology. And sometimes the first thing we think about is what can our company do and isn't our technology, you know, groundbreaking and just fabulous. And the the problem is we talk so much about our technology and we don't talk enough about our customer business needs. So where you always need to start from, I would say, for any of your marketing campaign content is focusing on that target customer or decision maker going after And what are their business needs? Not necessarily their technology needs, your brilliant technology solution, but what are their business needs? And that needs to form the core of how you develop all your marketing content. You need to know your customer in order to reach your customer. And if you don't use their language and what they care about, your marketing content might reach them, but it's it's not going to be absorbed and it's not going to be as important to them. You're not going to get that level of engagement.
0: And it becomes even more important, right, Karen, when the marketing execution is really happening through multiple parties, right? It's not just controlled by a singular brand execution, but when you are trying to scale that through the partners, there's multiple touch points, then making sure there's that common understanding is really going to be even more critical, right?
1: Absolutely. And I'm I'm so glad you brought that up, Dan, because one of the things so I was just talking about, oh, it's so it's so critical you, you speak to your customer and things they care about. Well, when you're going to be executing or really, really building up programs for your channel partners, where you're gonna achieve that scale and reach is through those channel partners. And yes, you need to give them content or jointly run programs that talk to those customers. But in order to get those partners to engage, you need to also understand and communicate the partner business proposition aside from the customer value proposition. And what I mean by that is sometimes companies will put together content um, and help you know work with partners um, or actually provide that content to partners so they can, quote unquote, magically run that program. But if you don't put together partner incentives... Or really focus on communicating these programs and how valuable they can be to your channel partners. They may simply choose not to to run those programs. You have to consider that most channel partners support many many vendors. And again, working at both large companies as well as some smaller companies. When you're the large large company or vendor vendor, sure the channel partner is going to run your programs. When you're that smaller company you need to be able to communicate to those partners why they should be using your program and why it's really going to benefit them and your business. It never hurts to communicate to your channel partners sometimes existing partner incentives that are already in place that you don't even have to put in place, but give them an overview and tips on how to use and benefit from those marketing programs. Some companies will just post them on their partner portal and assume they'll use them. That's not how to engage with your channel partners. You really need to work with them. And frankly, one other one other quick thing to comment is when you take that time to work with your channel partners and help them be successful with your programs, a lot of times they will teach you a number of things you didn't already know on how to make those programs more successful.
0: So before even getting to the end customer touch point and, and really focusing and thinking about that, there's all this effort that will really pay off in terms of properly positioning and marketing to your partners. And I think you're, you're right. I mean, as we've worked in different companies, sometimes there's a tendency as a marketer to just want to race to that final link in the chain and forgetting that critical enabling point of influence mm-hmm. and positioning to get them excited.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, one other thing that you just maybe think of as well, Dan, is that relationship with your channel partners. A a, a lot of times marketers um, seem to have systems in place to be able to measure their results when they're working with their sales teams, but you don't have that easy closed loop with your channel partners. I've experienced some great relationships with channel partners where just like with sales, you set up those joint commitments, but you also have the ability to work with your channel partners to get creative on how you both track and measure your success together. And that drives a stronger relationship. And in my experience, it's also driven uh, a, a great commitment from those channel partners to run those programs and be successful with those programs. So that that relationship can never be um, understated. So don't give up if you don't have automatic systems to help your partners. Really work with those partners to be creative because, again, they are the ones that are going to give you that scale and reach to to be able to get to more customers.
0: Excellent point. And, Karen, as we start winding down here, do you have any final recommendations uh, around achieving maximum success through the channel partners?
1: Sure. Um, I would just say, and I I think I briefly mentioned in the front, it's one of those, or in the very beginning here, it's one of those things we, uh, it always is kind of a hassle to do, really measuring the results of your programs. And you always want to think about that at the very beginning, because if you don't design your programs so they can be measured, then they won't be able to be measured. I would say um, one of the most important things to be doing beyond executing your programs is doing that measurement and it's not just so that you can have recognition for the value that marketing has brought to the overall organization but it's also so that you can uh, understand the results you're generating for the business and potentially improve on those a lot of times marketing is very much focused on you know did i hit my awareness number or my brand number or my leads number but the bottom line is we are all there marketing, sales, engineering, you know, customer service. Everybody is there to really drive growth for the business. And if you can, um, I had a, a really good experience with delivering on a regular dashboard of results for marketing, that really helps you gain the respect and the investment from the company um, as you communicate to your major stakeholders, both stakeholders in sales in channel sales, as well as the business owners alike. So don't underestimate the value of tracking, measuring, and reporting the results the marketing delivers to the business. That'll help you and the business.
0: Well, Karen, thanks again for sharing your knowledge and best practices. Sure. Happy to do so. And remember to visit marketimpactnow.com for the latest in business leadership perspectives. So long until next time.